Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jinx, we were just laughing about this. So many times people want your picks, but they don't want the analysis. They'll just be like, well, Correct. what are you feeling? Like, what's your pick? And I will try to lay out the entire spiel of, you know, this is what this team does really well. This is what this team does not do very well. And this is the matchup that I have circled. They're like, all right, get to it. Uh, but here's the thing. If we just gave you picks and we were wrong, you know, people would be like, see, you don't know what you're talking about. But if we give you the analysis, we give you the ammo to decide for yourself. Because I think, isn't that the basis of the show? Is we try to give yeah. people like all of the numbers and all the stats and all the trends. So even if you don't agree with our plays, you can say, hey, well, this is a good nugget that they brought up that maybe I'm going to use this and play the other side. Oh, for sure. And also, I, this is what I always tell people who love to say, oh, these trolls that come along and say, oh, your picks suck. They're so bad. I'm like, all right, then fade every pick that I make and make money that way. If I'm constantly losing, then flip it, fade me and make money that way. Are you smart enough to do that? Are you brave enough to do that? Are my picks bad enough where you should do that? That's what I love about people who say your picks suck. I'm like, okay, then go to the other side and make your money that way. So I'm, I'm not about telling people what to bet. I'm telling you, this is what I think is the right side. But if you can come up with an alternative argument, by all means, go for it. People, I have my job, your job is not to say, hey, let me make my picks or let me make your picks for you. Our job is to say, this is what I like based on how I've capped this game. If you disagree, by all means, the number is the number. And that's why you can generally make a case for either side, or at least you try to. And if you disagree, good for you, make that pick. Right. And I think the goal of the show is for it to be a conversation. So, you know, even if you don't like my take, maybe you can agree mm -hmm. with what Jenks says, or we have experts that come join the show to give you mm -hmm. their take as well. So, um, you know, don't just blindly tail our picks. Like, that's never smart. If there's anybody that's saying, hey, just blindly tail these picks, like, they're probably selling you something. Uh, Jenks, I was laughing last night because. I follow some cappers on Twitter and like, there's some good mm -hmm. ones. I'll give them that. But the way that they talk is just so humorous to me. Like one of the guys said, like, I'm on a 26 and two run. The haters are on suicide watch. And I was like, <laughs> get out of town. You think you would ever say that with a straight face? The haters are on suicide watch. 
If I did, I would lean into that completely and you would know I was joking. Do you know what I mean? Like you would know that this guy is absolutely joking with us. But the fact that some people can say that with a straight face and they don't have any sort of self-awareness, like you realize how this sounds, right? This is the perfect stereotype. Uh, this is what people think of when they think of sports gamblers or sports bettors. They think of someone that talks like this, like 100% mega, no doubt lock. Haters are on suicide watch. I'm on a 71 and three run here. I've made $10,000. I've made more in two weeks than you've made in a year. You better get on the train because all I do is print cash. It's like, are you a real person? <laughs> you know, that doesn't resonate with me at all. Come on. Do town, you think man. you have to have that personality to like be successful? Cause I get it. Like no. people who are in like the pick selling business, it is sales. And it's almost like yeah. you have to put on this like big bravado and this big personality. But I don't think most people appreciate that. Don't you think most people would rather hear a logical argument about why a pick's going to hit as opposed to the haters are on suicide watch. Right? That seems like something that seems like something that I would hear 20 years ago. Like this is a true story years and I mean it's a long time ago. And I made I made some sort of bet online. Now, I, did I even make it online? Did I have a call in this week? I have a text this week? I don't even remember so long ago. But I remember I got a call and I it was one like one one bet that I made. I was not betting on a regular basis. You just couldn't do it. And I decided, "Oh, maybe I'll text this pick, call this number, whatever it was." I made one pick and I was like, all right, I don't think I won. I'm not going to do anything with it. And I remember like three or four days later, I got a call. I got a call from one of these guys. He calls me on my phone. <laughs> He's like, Hey man, you, you done betting? I was like, uh, and it was weird. It freaked me out. I was, I was a kid. I'm like, uh, well, yeah. He goes, what are you religious or something? And I was like, what, huh? <laughs> and I was so offended. I swear to God, I was so offended by that. I go, Maybe I am. And I just hung up. I'm like, why, why would you even throw that? Like, it was so aggressive to A, call me in the first place, B, throw something in my face. You don't know anything about me. And it was all to pressure me to bet. It was really, really weird. But that's sort of what I think about the guys like, what are you religious? Come on, man. You know, put that aside. <laughs> and, you know, you can make all the money you want and you can support your local church. Support Jesus by putting down money tonight on this parlay that I guarantee you is going to hit, bro. Like, whatever. It, it's been That's been a caricature for a long time. My God, it makes me want to send back that picture of Jesus in like sandals crossing the devil over. Right. Have you seen that when he's playing basketball and be like, well, Jesus oh, yeah. likes UConn tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe that's an angle. Go with the religious niche and be like, hey, as opposed to them, I am on the religious side. We are squarely only Bible verses yeah. and betting. Maybe that's the Bro, audience we need. Let me tell you something. When we were walking on the beach, and you only saw one set of footprints in the sand? That was me carrying you, bro, with my analysis, all right, with my locks. So don't get caught up into something else. I'm the one guiding you here. Oh, God, we're going to hell. You know, <laughs> somebody's going to hear that quote and be like, oh, my God, isn't that the quote from Jesus? Did Jesus actually say that? Like, where is that quote? Is it just from, like, a Hallmark card? Ephesians. Uh, no, Ephesians. It's Ephesians. Ah, no, it's in Ephesians. You got to look for it, but it's there. <laughs> you got to look for it, but it's there. The hard-hitting analysis, both in the Bible and in betting, that you've come to expect from us here at The Daily Tip. All right, Jenks, let's get to our analysis of these games. Let's start with San Diego State and Alabama. A big number here is the tighter length, seven and a half, over under of 36 and a half. So what was your initial feeling 
when you saw this spread? Well, initially, I, it's hard to bet against Bama. And I get why. They're awesome. But I really like San Diego State here. And this is, I will say, this is sort of based on the eye test. And when I watched San Diego State play last time out, and I know it was against Furman, but they looked so very good. They were playing such complete basketball. But San Diego State is not a team that is going to wow you with how smooth they are or with all of their incredible athletes. What they do is, which I think is smart for an opponent from the Mountain West, especially taking on a team like Alabama, is they're going to slow things down. They're going to be physical. They're going to play great defense. And I've said this throughout the week. I want to see Alabama tested. At some point, Alabama will be tested. They are a great team, but they're not great enough to run through this tournament without getting in a sticky spot and having to prove that they can win this thing. They've won their last five games by at least 10 points. But San Diego State, again, are so good defensively. And the Aztecs, by the way, have won six straight. They've held each of their opponents to under 61 in all of those wins. They're not going to do that to Bama, but it does speak to the fact that they can lock you down when they want to. So this is too many points for me. And, and I do think that, and this is just sort of a, a general feeling, that when we get closer and closer to the Final Four, I feel like these games do get more competitive. There's always an outlier or two, but I feel like that, that at this point, these are going to be tight games from here on out. So I'll take the Aztecs and the points. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I don't hate it, but I also think that there are a lot of landmines if you're going to take San Diego State because let's go point by point with some of the problems that we have mm -hmm. with Alabama. Okay, they haven't played in a close game, which is a good one. They haven't played in a close game since before these tournaments started. Uh, not only the NCAA tournament, but the SEC tournament as well. Won all of those games by 10 plus points, but they did play in a couple of overtime games. Uh, just a month ago, March 1st, against Auburn. That game went into overtime. That is a rivalry matchup, and they came out victorious in that one. Also went to overtime with South Carolina, which I don't know how many points you give them for you know going to overtime with a terrible South Carolina team, but they have played in some close games before tournament time got underway. But the other sabotage factor is if this game gets in the 70s, I don't think San Diego State's offense can hang. Because Alabama has a great defense as well, mm -hmm. but they are way better than San Diego State when it comes to shooting, when it comes to the offensive prowess. And here's the theory that I kind of have in March is you could have a great defense, but when you have these elite scores and elite offensive threats, sometimes it doesn't matter the defense. You know, sometimes yeah. these guys are going to get their buckets 
no matter what the defense is doing. I think Brandon Miller, you could probably fit in that category. So do you mm -hmm. have a worry here about San Diego State and their offense keeping up with Alabama? Oh, sure. No question. And I wish the only reason I wish I'd been on the show yesterday is that I love Florida Atlantic of all these sweet 16 games that we handicap. And I say this on the show quite a bit, but I think it bears repeating is that I don't like betting the slate if I don't like it. And that's yep. why sometimes I have one pick sometimes once in a blue moon. If I bet five or six games doesn't mean they're going to win. That means, you know, that I really like these games because I'm not one just to throw money at something just because like it's, I, I want some money on tonight's games, no doubt, but I don't, I don't really have a strong, strong play where yesterday that was my strong one. Yeah, that's the sabotage factor. So if you want to support Bama, they can just out-athlete San Diego State, right? Plus, you yeah. also have to take conference affiliation into account. San Diego State oh. has locked down teams in the Mountain West. That's a lot different than locking down teams in the SEC. So if you want to say Bama has better athletes, this is not the Mountain West. I, I understand and I agree with that. That's the case for Bama. Yeah, I think looking at that Tennessee game and a bigger spread there, like a five-and-a-half-point spread against FAU, the reason why I don't think anybody wanted to play Tennessee there was because Tennessee is not a good offense. If you're laying right. uh, over a five-point spread with that team, you got to be nervous, especially in a game with a very low total of 129. If anybody mm -hmm. can cover a spread, it's these offensive juggernauts, you know, like Alabama, like the best offenses that we have in college basketball. And you're right, for San Diego State, some of the teams, some of the offenses that they have faced pale in comparison to yeah. Alabama. Like they've only faced a few good offenses, lost to Arizona 87 to 70, uh, lost to Arkansas 78 74, and lost to St. Mary's 68 to 61. So it's just, there's too many landmines for me to want to play San Diego State. So I am not playing that one. I will just be watching. So let's move on to the next one. 15 seed Princeton continuing their Cinderella run uh, against six seed Creighton. A big point spread here. Blue Jays laying nine and a half. Jenks, squarely a market play for me. I'm going to be on Princeton. Feels like too many points. Yeah, I'm actually going to be on the other side just because of that. When you look at this, the first thing I thought was hammer Princeton, hammer Princeton, hammer Princeton. And I will not play this game. But I keep seeing a little bit of sharp action on Creighton. We're seeing this number at 10 in some spots. So believe it or not, the Blue Jays are getting money even with this high number. And there are a lot of trends that point to Princeton. So again, mm -hmm. if you want to make a, a case for the Tigers, then I get it. But from a talent perspective, from a metric perspective, I think Creighton has a huge advantage here. And they can beat you in myriad ways. Like Nimhart is so good and Cockbrenner on the inside can beat you as well. They dismantled a really good Baylor team last time out, and Baylor didn't play necessarily great defense, but still, when you talk about a Scott Drew coach team with that backcourt that they had this season, then beating them in the way that they did was super impressive to me. Also, if you want a trend that points in the Blue Jays' direction, they're 4-1 against the spread in their last five. I don't begrudge anyone if you want Princeton. This is a large spread for this time of year in the tournament, but I would lay it with the Blue Jays. All right, so I'm going to give you a trend, and you tell me if you think it's relevant or not. Okay, since mm -hmm. 2012 in the tournament, teams of back-to-back -back upset wins are 11-5 okay. and five against the spread in the Sweet 16. That's a pretty you know decisive clip there, 11-5 and five against the spread. And I think for me, what it says is that the market has been too low on these teams uh, for the yeah. entirety of the tournament. We saw it with Fairleigh Dickinson. 
where even though they did not win their final game of the tournament, obviously, they still covered the 15 and a half point spread very easily. So at some point, the market is too low on these teams. And just because it's a 15 seed, uh, I think people see this spread and they're like, well, it's Princeton. The run's going to be over at some point. And I do think it's a bad matchup. Like Creighton is a very complete team. But what do you make of that trend? I think there's something to that. Absolutely. And I, here's here's my worry is that while the trend is absolutely something you should pay attention to, I, I also think that when you come to looking at talent, like when you look at FAU, like FAU can play and coming into this tournament all season long, if you're talking about dogs here, and I know this is a bigger spread, but FAU was a team that even though maybe you say, oh, it's Florida Atlantic, like the numbers were telling you they could not just play, they could probably win outright. I don't quite see it here because Princeton doesn't quite have the athletes. But then again, I've said that against, you know, Arizona the past couple of games, and I keep winning. So, Chelsea, I'm not going to fight you on this one. It's, it's a tough one for sure. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.